Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk, Happy Hour Radio. Explore the best in Washington wines, beer, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Well, hello, Seattle. Hello, Puget Sound, and welcome to Happy Hour Radio. I'm your host, Christopher Chan, advanced sommelier, your weekend wine guy, and your commodore of cocktails. Hey, hope you're having a great Saturday night, um, enjoying the, uh, well, the dog days of August, the dog nights. Uh, it's getting darker sooner and less light earlier, something like that. Uh, but we still have that Indian summer coming, and it's football season, for crying out loud. It's Saturday night here, and uh, in studio, I've got uh, some of the, some brand new kids on the block. Um, this is Carl Zinn. He's the assistant food and beverage director down at uh, this brand new property in uh, the shores of Lake Washington. In the Renton area, it's called the Hyatt Regency. Brand new restaurant called Water's Table. And uh, Matt Deniluke is the bartender, chief knowledge seeker, uh, and shaker upper of uh, libations down there. And they're both here. Carl and Matt, welcome to Happy Hour. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> I'm happy you're here, too, because I'm really thirsty, and I can't believe I'm starting off a show. I, I, we've got a bunch of glasses here. I know we're going to mix up some cocktails, um, but this is rare. I mean, you know, that last show, I didn't have anything to drink either, and it's like, uh, gosh, how happy can we be? Um, oh, I've got some water here. We're good to go. Hey, uh, so Carl's in. You're not from Seattle. Where are you from? I am originally from Chico, California, Northern California, about an hour and a half north of Sacramento, so nowhere where there's a extraordinary culinary cuisine. Um, it's growing. You know how to um, party, though. Uh, work hard, play hard is what we do at Chico State. Yeah, so right. Grew up there and went to college there. Chico, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you've heard. I have. I used to hang out with some Chico cats, and uh, wow. How are they doing now? Oh, pretty good, I believe. You know, I mean, heck. <laughs> the liver still works. You're good to go. So you, did you go to school at Chico? Right? I did. I and grew up you, there. And you studied to, uh, hospitality or food? I did. Or? Resort and lodging management. Really? There. Never knew I was going to do that in my life uh, and just ended up. <laughs> hey, this sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I had three different majors and um, hospitality just seemed to be something that was growing since I was 14. Started out in the dish pit um, just as a part-time job and it grew from there. I went to... Uh, the cooking line. There's some labor laws that I think won't yeah. allow you to work 40 hours a week when you're 14. Yeah, I had to get the work work permit, and uh, I thought the cooks were the coolest cats in the in the joint. So that's tattoos, what I to do. cigarettes hanging out. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're a, a junior, sophomore, junior in high school, and so oh, that's where it took off that. from there. What no. was the first restaurant? Uh, it was actually a big buffet in. Uh, in Chico, so I really got the <laughs> country the kitchen or something, or uh, hometown buffet. Hometown, yeah, excellent. What was yeah. your favorite? Um, Fried chicken night. Uh, I just pile the plate with mashed potatoes, make a little volcano, volcano with gravy. Oh man! <laughs> and that launched your culinary career, huh? Yeah, um, I quickly went to the front of the house though after college. After that, went uh, moved to Lake Tahoe. Um, when oh. started with the Hyatt there two days after graduating college. And I just fell in love with the with the front of the house, interacting with the guests, learning about wine and mixology and beer. It just changed my world, changed my life forever. So. Wow! It's, that's so you basically had a seven year run. You went from fourteen to twenty one, ended up at a position in Lake Tahoe, which uh, is a great place to learn, I imagine, because you've got a the business volume, which you need that because you need to see all the types of 
people, personalities, uh, interesting scenarios, things like that. And how, how what year was that? Uh, that's 2010. 2010. Okay, no. and you just got here. You said uh, you learned it all. You're going to take your newfound knowledge and inspiration and bring it to the West Coast. Is that what happened? Is it you want to bring it to Washington, or you were looking around for something new? Um, I spent, you know, seven years in Lake Tahoe. I started out in the front of the house as a greeter at at the flagship restaurant at the Hyatt there, and. Uh, moved my way up to general manager at that same restaurant, wow. bounced around the resort, beverage manager, ran some outdoor operations. There's a casino bar there. Too. Is so there I, a I got, casino there? Yeah, definitely is. And that was <laughs> that was a pretty wild um, experience doing casino beverage. Uh, didn't do it for very long. I moved back outside and down to the restaurant. Too uh, smoky. Yeah. Did, uh, banquets is a huge part of our world in, in hotel hospitality. So I ran some banquet departments. Um, and we have a wonderful one here in the Pacific Northwest. I thought it was time to get a city life experience. I've been from a small town. Tahoe's not too big. Uh, my wife and I were ready to to check out a, a new city and thought Seattle was high up on our list. And lo and behold, we're opening another beautiful property on Lake Washington. Um, and so I went from Lake Tahoe to Lake Washington. Couldn't ask for anything better than that. Yeah, welcome to Sea Level. Congratulations. That's awesome. So uh, I know that this hotel's been in the, in the planning phase, and it's it's quite a remarkable campus. It's still in construction, and there's lots of stuff going on. I mean, the hotel is finished, but around that, the campus there is mm-hmm. being developed, and that's really exciting, especially for, for rent. And you're right next to Boeing, and of course, the Seahawks facility is up the street. Um, how big is that property, and what's, a, what's the official title? It's Hyatt Regency Lake Washington at Seattle Southport. Uh, it's 347 rooms, uh, 12 stories tall. Can you guess why? Uh, hmm. <laughs> 12th story? <laughs> so uh, a low uh, uh, shout out to the Seahawks, and we have 12 beers on tap and water stable, so we like to keep with that. Boeing right next door has the biggest 12th man flag you could ever see. Yeah, they do. So uh, it's, a, it's a large property. We have 60,000 square feet of uh, event and meeting space. We've already had six weddings since opening July 10th, and we're going to have uh, quite a bit more this summer. Uh, but we have lots of big corporate groups. We have a lot of vacationers, families coming yeah, and hanging I out. Yeah, I noticed that, which yeah. surprised me to, to, because you don't think of, when you think of Renton, to me, I don't know what I think of Renton, actually. I think of uh, Seahawks and Boeing. <laughs> but when, there's there's the hotel, the, the property, the high Regency is on the lake. It's It's got the brand new smell. It looks sexy. It's got the great feel. Were you part of this planning team, or did you just come up when the dust has settled, you walked in and, and just made it great? Um, I got here in February. So, yeah, we were in a little tiny office cram-packed with a bunch of the leaders we have on property uh, in the Bristol apartment complex, which is part of our, our whole campus there of Southport and Renton. And so we just, most of us had never done it before. Our fearless leader, Rusty Middleton, had. And so we uh, watched out for his leadership, his guidance. And we got down and, and busy and grinded out and figured it out, you know, uh, how to order all the supplies for it, how to hire every single person, uh, where are the, the point of sale systems going to go in the building, how is this bar drip tray going to work, uh, where are the tables coming from and where are they going. It was everything, going up into the guest rooms and seeing it completely gutted before there were walls, and it was a really cool experience. Uh, one that I may not get the opportunity to do again. And so that was one of the biggest reasons, too, why I wanted to move up to Seattle was I got this opportunity to to open up 
just a brand new you were there and it's just yeah. gorgeous beautiful grand staircase as you walk in i got to see it before that was there so <laughs> lots yes. of details go into that uh, as well as the planning process and i'm speaking with carl zinn as assistant uh, director of food and beverage for the hyatt regency lake washington at southport did i say that right seattle southport yeah in, in Renton. Renton. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, they, they'll learn what that is all about. Well, that's pretty neat. I mean, that's very valuable information and or, uh, an opportunity to learn to, to, to go through those pains and, and that process. Um, and you saying that you're a dishwasher, then you were GM for the restaurant. I, I'm pretty sure you're going to be running this Hyatt Regency Corporation someday because uh, <laughs> that's what it takes. It takes someone from the ground up to, to be able to, to see everything when they're that high in that position. And I, and I really respect that and congratulations. But we got Matt Danny Luke and uh, he's <laughs> a mixologist he's actually kind of a seattle guy is that right somewhat somewhat so what's I, your story matt <laughs> uh, from originally from colorado but i uh, moved out here in 2010 uh for college and uh, had some great experiences at multiple restaurant and bar experience uh establishments excellent well um colorado's pretty big state there's uh there's a place called Denver yeah and just then south there's of some ski joints yeah. ski resorts which wh where were you oh I was south of Denver Colorado Springs Colorado Springs yeah that's a cool spot that's yeah. the uh, Air Force Academy Air Force Academy yeah uh, Garden of the Gods Broadmoor Hotel uh huh neat well um you started your career you were a dishwasher at 14 and GM by the time you were 21 or something uh -huh. somewhat uh, my parents had a uh, restaurant in Manitou Springs called The Loop and L-O-O-P uh, L-O-O-P all right yeah, not still not open like the photography loop the right. L-U-P right <laughs> okay and uh, dropped out of college got a job at a small French uh, creperie called uh, La Creperie <laughs> uh, oddly enough and just sort of grew from there I uh, ended up working for a restaurant called the Blue Star and there was the bar manager there Billy Adams I believe you know Billy he's a partner with Proper Wines oh yeah Billy 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 yeah. so he's out uh, here occasionally as well and from there I uh, ended up in Portland Maine and bartended with uh, some great guys uh, one of them Nathan Barker is now a rep at Venom really yeah Yep. Oh, too funny. 18 years ago. Wow. Yeah. One of them owns a, opened a new bar out there called Blythe and Barrows. Uh, Josh Miranda was voted number one new bar in Portland, Maine. Really? It's a great bar if you're out there. Check What's it Portland out. like? Is that a sea town? It is a sea town. It's cold in the winter, but somewhat similar. Uh, gray and long winters, but then amazing summers. Amazing summers. Yeah, somewhere in Seattle. That's awesome. Um, very cool. So when did you find your way out to the Seattle area, the 206? 2010, actually, is when I moved out here. I transferred colleges. I started You transferred dr your dropout college to another one? Finally got serious about it after, uh, uh, you know, got to get out of the 20s before you wake up for some people, right? Well, 20s were fun. Right. They're too <laughs> much fun. You had all this energy. <laughs> <laughs> you Absolutely. Could, yeah, you could live up two hours sleep and... Yeah, go right at it. So cool. Well, so you, now you're a college graduate here, and uh, you a uh, chieftain or a husky or a lute or a. I am a. Uh, I guess it would be a Cornish game hen. A Cornish game hen. Yeah, Cornish okay. College of the Arts. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny but tasty. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Over prepared, right? Got that sculpture degree, and now it's uh, allowing me to make crafted. Well built. That's cocktails. right. You build things from the bottom up. Absolutely. Now, have you? Uh, when you th is there any simil similarities from crafting or from sculpting to actually making cocktails? Absolutely. Like what? 
Absolutely. Washing your hands? You got to have that intent before you go into it, right? I you know see. Build. Uh-huh. So you, everything starts out as a lump of ice, and then you whittle it down to this beautiful... Yes. Try not to dilute it too much. Uh-huh. Right. Well, you brought um, a... Uh, a whole list of cool things. You got your wine list, your beer list, and I know uh, Carl mentioned you have twelve beers on tap. Um, and of course, you're twelve stories high, and uh, you've got a bunch of cocktails. Now, thinking about your cocktail list, you're going to make a couple cocktails today, right? Absolutely. Which ones are you going to make? I'm going to make one that's uh, fairly, uh, I would say, popular right now. With some soju. Uh, it's not my recipe, uh, truth be told, but it is a well built cocktail. So you're um, really like um, sculpting something like that Rodin would do. You're going to do the thinker here and it's someone else's recipe but you're still going to make it look good. Absolutely. I'd <laughs> like to say more like Wame Plenso, like the one that we have down the uh, sculpture park. Not the sculptures <laughs> like Colonel Robert E. Lee or anything there, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, boy. Everyone needs just to have a cocktail and just chill <laughs> out, everybody. Yeah, let's change history. That's going to change the history. We can't see it. That'll remind us. Never go there again. I digress. That's what happens when I'm not <laughs> tasting here on Happy Hour Radio. Um, but you, you mentioned an ingredient, and that sounds like an Asian ingredient to me. Shouju? Yes. S-C-H-O-C-H-J-U. Uh, uh, S-O-J-U Yeah, I think the cocktail is Sochu But it's uh, Soju uh, is going to be The uh, Distillant <laughs> uh, you know, silence from... in radio really builds excitement. Absolutely, I think it's it's a, it's a, you're a veteran man. Okay. You know Distillant. how to keep them on edge of their seat. Yeah, I think <laughs> ours is made from uh, tapioca. Tapioca, not sargum. I think it can be yeah. barley, rice. Yeah, this uh, you know, that stuff is pretty wild. Yeah. And with the baiju and the Absolutely. soju and the sweet potatoes, uh, yeah, and, there's yeah. something else. And uh, that whole idea of aging that in a clay vessel. Back to sculpting. How about that? This is really cool. Hey, when we come back from this break, uh, I will chat more with Carl Zinn, the Assistant Director of Food and Beverage for Water's Table, which is a brand new restaurant at the, the Hyatt Regency Lake Washington at Seattle Southport. And, of course, the mixologist extraordinaire, uh, Matt Danny Luke. He's going to shake up a couple cocktails, but I want to talk food. You've got a couple great menus. You've got a bar menu. You've got a dinner menu. Of course, a banquet menu. We're not worried about the banquet menu. But I want to know some of the great bites, and I'll share uh, some of the great bites I had, but also kind of what turns you on about that menu when we come back right here on Happy Hour Radio. A Northwest original. Lars Larson, live weekdays, noon to 3. Talk Radio 570, KVI. KVI Want to Know Weekends continue. Now, back to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. Hey, Seattle. Welcome back. Time for round two. Hope you got something tasty in your glass or on your way to someplace delicious. Perhaps you're on the south end and you should be checking out uh, the new Waters Table, which is at the Hyatt Regency Lake Washington at South at Seattle Southport. I'll get that right. I've got uh, Carl Zinn, the Assistant uh, Director of Food and Beverage, and Matt uh, Danny Luke, who is the Mixologist Extraordinaire at Water's Table. We were just chatting about uh, some of the cool drinks and, and their history. But let's talk about food. I'm hungry. It's Saturday night. Uh, Chris, I mean, Carl, <laughs> talking to myself. Right? What's that, Carl? <laughs> Carl, <laughs> tell me about some of the great dishes you've got down there. Uh, 
Yeah, so just to give you a little background on on the concept, so our chef, uh, executive chef Vincent Salvignano, and our chef de cuisine Michael Demule, uh, really wanted to encompass you know the great flavors that we already have up in the Pacific Northwest. So um, what their idea is is to take all those great dishes, the fish, the the great farms that we have here, and incorporate it with a little Asian influence. And what that means is we're not really focusing on on being authentic. Asian per se, or any authentic, you know, Chinese or Korean, but uh, to play on the overall respect of the ingredients from those places and the culture and cuisine of those certain countries. So, when you come in, our, our dumplings may be a little bit different than you than you've had, or our market fish, or our um, our pot stickers. They may be prepared a little bit differently, maybe fried a little bit differently, a different um, coating on them, sauces. So just come prepared to uh, to be excited. Come prepared to uh, have a different take on Asian cuisine that maybe you've had before. A it's hard to explain. Deliciously different take, <laughs> yeah. uh, perhaps. So this isn't uh, teriyaki. This is actually you know well-crafted, thoughtful cuisine that has some inspired flavors from Asia, whether it's uh, some of the unique ingredients or perhaps some of the even traditional dishes with the Northwest flair, I imagine. Yes, exactly. Right. That was much better. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, um, you actually have a breakfast, lunch, and dinner program. And is there one restaurant and one bar or do you have uh, another outlet there at Hyatt Regency? Uh, the other outlet we have is uh, called uh, Market and um, it's what you would expect. It's a, It's got everything that say a, an awesome coffee house would have plus fresh salads, uh, fresh fruit, yogurt parfaits. We have craft beers there, wine, um, a lot of local uh, chotskis, books, <laughs> Anything that you would want. And then you can come hang out. It's got comfortable lounge seating. What's hook, a local chotsky there in Renton? Uh, in Renton. Seahawks keychain? Yeah. <laughs> we have a, we just, as we were pulling out today, the Seahawks bus was coming in from the training camp and uh, Matt and I were like, uh oh, should we, should we go do the radio show or should we go help out in the restaurant? So they're going to keeping us busy. Oh, okay. All well, the, that's good. Super fans. Now, um, Matt, did you have some, uh, Influence or um, inspiration or contribution to the, the the cocktail program and wine program, or are you now getting to have some of that auto, uh, autonomy? I'm definitely now getting to have, be a part of it. Uh, I did contribute one cocktail to it. Uh, it was pretty much, yeah, absolutely. I was really excited about that. It was, uh, I think it's a great cocktail too. It's a great summertime cocktail uh, uh, I'm getting thirsty and he'll, I'm he'll take too. over the menu soon don't you worry I like it well you know what I want to do is um, I'd love for you to, to actually shake up one now and I'm going to talk to Carl about some of the dishes you have on there because you were talking about some of the, the philosophies that you have about it so um, what cocktail are you going to make it's going to be called a Led Zeppelin 3 track 7 alright <laughs> Led Zeppelin 3 that takes me to uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High that's right <laughs> Okay, so uh, Matt's going to mix up a cocktail, but uh, Carl, you know, when I was down there, um, I tried the bar menu, and uh, it was a very nice little bar. Uh, We're sat in the patio. You've got this great view. You've got the high tables, and uh, of course, you know, when the sun's out, it's perfect. Um, Some of the dishes that I I thought was really interesting, and, and of all the takes on it, a Chinese mustard deviled egg. I said, okay, first of all, I hated Chinese mustard as a kid, but then I love it as an adult because it used to burn my mouth when I went to you know Chinatown with mom and dad. But you've got Chinese mustard deviled eggs. You've got a togarashi spiced edamame, and that's, of course, the soybean pod. Um, and togarashi is a Japanese chili spice with, um, oh, it's got like pepper and, and cayenne and things like that. Uh, pot stickers, uh, a chicken karaji. 
Karage. Karage. Yeah. All right. So that's interesting. Now, this is more Asian, pan-Asian influence than, than I would think. I mean, I'm looking at those first dishes, even pork belly bao. And on the bottom, you've got, okay, even honey walnut prawns. So there's this, it's really interesting that a brand new restaurant would have such uh, an Asian-inspired um, influence on the menu. But is this part of the corporate ideas that, that Seattle and Renton has, we should be this pan-Asian influence? I mean, we're part of the Pacific Rim. Is that, was that why we've got this menu? Yeah, I I think that um, a lot of the, the folks visiting our, our hotel will be, you know, from, from said areas. Uh, but also looking to have that Pacific Northwest flavor so it's approachable for them. It's friendly, uh, but as well as they get to try the, the fresh fish, the mussels, clams uh, from our area here in, in our home Got it. of the West Coast. That makes sense. And so. Well, and I also know that these are great shareable items. And, you know, edamame, of course, is a staple at uh, Japanese sushi joints, but pot stickers and the pork belly bao, which was really flavorful. I like that. I like that little, the humbao, uh bread. It reminded me of a little puppet because you could make it talk. <laughs> yeah. um, but you had pork belly, and it was seared with some uh, five all Chinese allspice. You had a little mm. cilantro and some cabbage. Uh, very fresh. What was missing for me was a little bit of that um, that hoisin, it's not hoisin, but it's it's that sauce they put with the Peking duck. I need a little sauce on that thing. That's I always want to dip Good it. Good call. Yeah, it's hey, great. Hey. <laughs> um, hey, we're, we're evolving already. I think the the menus uh, adjusted and evolved quite a few times. You know, just since we opened, uh, incorporate what our guests are. Or we're listening to them, listening to our guests. Uh, been open just under five weeks right now, and so we're excited to see what else we have to come. Yeah, yeah, and it's also getting to know your purveyors and seeing how the season uh, fluctuates. I mean, when strawberries are in season or sometimes they're late or asparagus and things like that. And, of course, uh, seafood here. We've got uh, the best seafood sources from all around, whether it's Oregon, Alaska, and, of course, Washington, and perhaps even beyond. Um, interesting, also, you, you actually have some sake on your list here, which is pretty cool, because rarely do you find sake. I mean, you're an international place now, right? So we got sake, you've got soju, mm. um, you've got one, the Jinro Cham Classic. That's pretty interesting. Uh, so, soju is a natural drink, sorry, national drink of Korea, seen as a meaningful and intangible part of the culture and heritage. Drinking soju strengthens harmony, and it is seen as a sign of solidarity. Okay. Well, we can we'll protest with soju, right? Oh, big yes. bottles of it. We're about to have some. So. Uh, and then some baiju. Um, now, this is the one that really... Yeah, it's made from sour gum. It's the national liqueur of China. It's similar to whiskey in the worst possible way. It's this really... <laughs> I was at uh, a, chi a Chinese spirits competition a couple of years ago, and uh, I had to do the baiju, and it was just the most memorable experience. There we go. <laughs> That's, what you That's, say. You, That's yeah. how you spin it, right? I think I tried... Um, the first time I ever tried it, tried 12 different baijus in a row, and I needed to call my wife to pick me up. Oh, yeah, from the floor because yeah. you keel like, over. Dragon's breath. That's and... how I felt. It was just insane. That's oh, really hey. Cool. What's that noise? Oh, I think Santa's coming. <laughs> hey, it's Christmas in August. Perfect timing. Wow. Mmm. Now, this is the noise. That's the sound of the men working on the bar. All right. So, this has got a little of the sho soju in it. So, a Korean uh, beverage. Oh, wait. So, this is Led Zeppelin 3, track 7. Right. Ah, all right. I never saw Led Zeppelin. I missed him in the kingdom. 
I did see Nazareth. Oh, yeah. We were chatting uh, prior to the show about cocktails and beverages. And that was a um, a little story about me drinking a fifth of Heaven Hill when I was 15, just waiting in line for Nazareth at the Seattle yeah. Center Coliseum. I didn't drink at all. Story's not for I, air. I, I had my best friends there, too. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, no one's listening. So, um, <laughs> love it. So, you got a bunch of wines, of course. And I noticed that uh, the wine list is pretty um, international. Of course, we've got a great uh, host of Washington and domestic wines. I see some uh, French wines, of course, it's a little Cellars, Mark Ryan. One of my favorite Chardonnays of all time is Frank Family Chardonnay. Yeah. That's out of Napa. That uh, It's a Canaro's fruit, but it's uh, they're in Napa, California. Great stuff. And some of the red wines, let's see, um, J.M. Cellars, Cole Solari, uh, Mercer Estates, and uh, Mary Hill, of course, um, Tamarick, Kongsgard Syrah. I've never had that, but they make a, one, of one of the most best. amazing Chardonnays I've Now, look at this drink. This is... The color of my shirt. I wore the right shirt today, and I'm wearing a um, a safety shirt. <laughs> it's, a, it's orange fuchsia. And now this drink is really it reminds me of a, a peach or a guava nectar. Now guava's too pink. This is kind of like a peach nectar or something. Looks like to me, electric peach. Mmm. Hey Matt, where have you been? Oh, that smells great. Mm. I love it. Very complex. Um, I get a, you twisted or yeah, I did a twist of lemon, um, and that's it's offering some brightness notes. But what's in Led Zeppelin three? Uh, Led Zeppelin three is uh, Tanqueray ten is the gin that we worked with since we just opened. Um, I used to make it with Uncle Val's, which is a little different flavor profile. But in addition, uh, Lillet, Aperol, and lemon juice. Mmm, Lillet, Aperol, and lemon juice. Now, there's a, those are two aromatized wines that um, Aperol, of course, is, is a colorful liquid. It's red, but Lillet is really more of a wine color, and it's got fruits and flowers um, mm -hmm. infused, and that's out of Bordeaux. And uh, Aperol is an Italian. Is it uh, Torino? Uh, Padua? Padua. Yeah. Padawan, just like that. Well, this is a delicious drink, and I know we're going to have to take a quick break so we can um, wax poetically about this drink when we return here on Happy Hour Radio. And you've got one more cocktail for us as well. Absolutely. And that was called the soju one. Correct. All right. So, hey, folks, we're going to sip this while we take a little break, and we'll catch you on the flip side right here on Happy Hour Radio. Big names, big news. Sean Hannity, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m., Talk Radio 570, KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends, and you're listening to Happy Hour Radio. Now back to Seattle Sommelier, Christopher Chan. All right, I like that. Seattle Sommelier, not Seattle's Barfly, Christopher Chan. Well, that's how I feel right now because I finally got a cocktail in me. Oh, my goodness. Ah, the delirium tremors have subsided, and uh, this is actually a cocktail made by master mixologist Matt Daniluke, who is down at Water's Table. He's here in studio with the assistant director of food and beverage, Carl Zinn, and Water's Table is part of the brand new uh, Seattle Southport project with Hyatt Regency and at Lake Washington. Brand new restaurant, and you made this cocktail. It's called Led Zeppelin Three Track 7 because where'd this name come from? Because when I made it for my girlfriend, she said it had a slight... Uh, undertone of tangerines wow and so you went to your you know music rolodex <laughs> in your mind looking at all your albums like okay one two not zuff so it was led zeppelin three yes i also had an older brother who listened to nazareth and 
Iron Maiden and Led Zeppelin, amongst others. I'll have to show you some photos of me when I wanted to be a rock star, but uh, we'll <laughs> wait for that when I come back down to Water's Table. What are the hours you guys open seven days a week? Yes, we are. 365. That helps out for the hotel yeah. guests, huh? Yes, it does. We're open uh, early, 6.30 a.m. We have a breakfast buffet as well as a la carte menu. Breakfast and, buffet? How many mm-hmm. items? Uh, probably 70. If you wow. count like the charcuterie platters yeah, and yeah. the smoked salmon, yogurt, we have, con- What's the price? We have congee. Uh, it's twenty six dollars per person, half that for a child. That's that's a steal. Yeah, it's a it's a very nice buffet. It's what's time to well start? Uh, Six thirty in the morning, and that goes until ten thirty on the weekends until ten thirty at night. Wow! Yeah. That's and the- then our bar is open until midnight. <laughs> later, if uh, we have some a I fun like crowd, six thirty because you can't get a drink in Washington until after six a.m. Yep. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Luckily, we got that law. That's good. That's helping everybody. That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so fun. Now, this is a really delicious drink. I love it. And uh, I'm going to hit you up for that brunch because that sounds fantastic. I mean, you know, Salty's Brunch, which is closer to my house um, with this, with the different view, is like $65 a head. Yeah, I was not expecting that. But it was... Uh, oh, you went? It's, it's pretty impressive. It is really impressive. Yeah, yeah. it was one of the biggest buffets I've seen. Uh, Fondue. Yeah. And... God, there's, there's really 10,000 calories. But there's a, there's yeah. a method to the madness. I'm a buffet expert. Uh-oh. I know we, it doesn't look like it, but... Uh, please well, give us a heads up when I will, you come in. I will. I will, absolutely, because there's, there's, there's a method, and um, it's been documented and certified. Anyway, um, delicious drink, and uh, you have all the cocktails in the world. I mean, do you have a, you have a big s- selection of something outside of Baiju? You only have one soju. Do you have um, local whiskeys? Do you have the craft distillery stuff? We do have uh, quite a bit of local product. We have Big Gin. We have... Uh, J.P. Trodden. Uh, oh, I like that. It's very good. And Carla is uh, kind enough to let me put my input in what I think we should also bring on. I think Copperworks is amazing. Yeah. Single malt. And also, maybe uh, we do have the uh, uh, Westland Peated. Mm-hmm. Maybe bring on the Sherry. Um, just really proud of it. Really proud of the product that's coming out of here. I think that, you know, Dry Fly, they started something big 10 years ago. They did. Dry Fly out of Spokane. And it really took a long time for people to figure out what their sweet spot in their fermentation, their distillation pro- program, and what was going to sell. They needed cash flow. And now they've got a little cash flow. They can actually sit and rest some of these whiskeys and let them age, you know, appropriately. And that's like, you know, Westland. Like, they, they nailed it. That's just crazy. Absolutely. Well, really exciting. You have another cocktail you're going to make, and because um, I'm still thirsty. What's so, this one? Oh, we are going to do the uh, soju now. The soju yes. cocktail. It's called. It's called the uh, shochu. Shochu. Negroni, but we're going to use Negroni. a little, uh, little rinomato, another uh, aperitivo. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a newer one. It's only been out a couple of years. Uh, has some vanilla. Is that notes. it from Italy? Mm-hmm, from Piedmont. Okay. Yep. It's All a, right. it was a uh, collaboration between a. Uh, I, I forget the. Very. Well-known bartender out there and a New York uh, friend, Pablo Giancarlo. Giancarlo, I'm guessing. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll set you off uh, making that cool, tasty drink. Now, let's talk about um, what's an overnight stay cost over at the new Hyatt Regency. Two seventy-five a night in Renton. Uh, depends on uh, the the season. We're just getting up and started. Um, I don't know what the average daily rate is off the top of my head. Um, but we have plethora of different size rooms, suites, kings, and almost every single one has a, either a view of the lake or a nice view of uh, Mount Rainier out the backside. So uh, it's in a big U shape, if you can imagine that. I Just did not sit, notice that. sitting there on the water. Uh, there's two big terraces in between um, up above where Water's Table is. So 
uh, feel free to walk around and check out the grounds. It's just stunning. And you have a park next door. Yeah, Gene Coulon Park. It's a staple in the area that I found out. It is exciting, very busy, uh, <laughs> fun area to hang out at. Well, that's good because for a moment there, when you said it was very busy, I'm thinking it was the, the new park for some of our um, uh, less successful residents. <laughs> It, it, it could be, but I think there's a. It's well rounded. Well rounded. Yeah. So okay. So I've had a blast there. I so. see you've got families down there. Was that? That's what that means. Yes. So when families get involved and uh, the police listen and all that stuff, or, <laughs> or, or uh, normalcy regains itself here. Um, watching uh, Matt mix, it's pretty cool because he looks really focused and he's kind of a quiet guy. And these days of the hipster bartender, um, and I'm glad he doesn't have a beard. I, he I, just gave you a look. <laughs> he's not a that. hipster bartender. He's like, you know, hey, this is what I do. I'm I'm not here to get famous. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to look good doing it. I know that I do, though, and that's just confidence, and that's what you want to have. But um, it's nice to, because I guess it's because he's almost my age. <laughs> Where, Carl, you are not. You're uh, you're a young buck, still just fresh, fresh out of Chico, which is pretty neat, and it's good <laughs> to see because it, uh, my first uh, gig was at 15 washing dishes for um, a Catholic retirement home, and, uh, and then my next gig was the breakfast butler for a four-star hotel, and that was in the the time of maybe nine months, which was great because I'd rather be front of the house than back of the house because that's where you know you get to meet the people and see them enjoying themselves and and help f facilitate that experience. Um, and as a front of the house guy, you're a communicator. You have to really communicate from what happens in the back with the kitchen and the, the pantry to the table and, and make sure that your staff here is um, attentive but not overbearing, um, of course, cordial and gracious, but also um, prompt. I mean, you know, no one, I tell you, you're waiting two minutes, if you're waiting for two minutes, it can seem like five. And if you've had a bad day, two minutes is definitely five. And then it's ten, and then you're like, ah. <laughs> I didn't find that there. I think he had yeah. And knowing being a food and beverage professional myself, of course, seeing the, um, uh, well, just the, the evolution of, of business levels. I mean, you just open up. Was day one busy? Oh, yeah. Really? We, yeah, we, we knew day one would be. We just didn't ex expect the excitement of the, the community and um, the group aspect, people driving from all over. It was really exciting, but at the same time, we were uh, just maybe a little caught off guard. Um, and so we adapted and, um, you know, we're, we're hiring. We have some positions open online. So come check us out. <laughs> um, but we're, we're looking for professionals and people that are excited about hospitality. And so we, uh, we're, you know, went through some growing pains, but we're hitting our stride and we're feeling really confident and really passionate about what we have there in Renton. And me being new to the area and seeing our restaurant now going to many other restaurants since February, I thought there'd be more more places on the water with those kind of views, and I haven't found it. I look out at the sunset going over downtown Seattle across the lake. It is stunning. I am so thankful that I made this move and that I get to be a part of such a professional, fun team. <laughs> we'll be sure you get a separate segment, a little little uh, <laughs> soundbite for that. You can send it to corporate because that, that's awesome. And that's actually heartfelt and sincere. And I know it, it's kind of neat to be actually a north ender of Lake Washington. I mean, when I'm on the north end, you're in the south end. But to see the difference, it's really neat. To, you don't have that view much. And uh, it, it's just a perfect opportunity to, to see the Emerald City in the horizon, yet just know, love the whole lake atmosphere. Absolutely. And... Um, 
television, sports bars? Is there a happy hour yet? When, when are we doing happy hour? I'm a happy hour radio. Come on now. Happy hour. Well, help us out, Chris. Help us come up with some happy hour ideas. But we, we will be soon, um, uh, shortly coming up. Uh, we're just getting a feel of the business. As soon levels as summer's and- over, <laughs> when the sunshine, October, you'll like. Okay. I thought summer lasted for a while. It too. does. It's like okay. uh, November fourth, I think. It's, okay, uh, after the election. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's it. But we do uh, have one of the best, uh, longest summers here, and typically it, it's always a nicer summer when we've got um, Seahawks winning and, and Huskies winning and Cougars winning too, I guess. Uh, but all right, well, here it is. Hey, Matt, we missed you. Where'd you go? Boy, that bar is so far away. Why is mine have so little in it? Come on. Ah, uh, there you go. Headphones on. Pro- uh, what? Props up? No. Uh, Best studio bar I've ever been in. Isn't it? It's amazing. All right. So um, tell <laughs> us. We, we, we're going to take a short break. And we're going to come back from break. We're going to talk about this. But what did you make? What's the name of this again? This is called the Shochu Negroni. And this is a, um, a recipe that you inherited that someone shined on you. And... What was their inspiration? I would they're say Korean. I, I I couldn't answer that. I'd just say that they're probably uh, making a play to uh, accommodate a nice flavor profile for the restaurant since it's uh, Asian uh, influenced. All right. Well, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a perfect perfect segue. Hey, folks, we got a cocktail. It's called the Shoshu, uh, Soju Negroni. And I'm going to tell you all about it when we come back from this break right here on Happy Hour Radio. He's back, and he's in charge. Kirby Wilbur, live and local, weekdays 9 to noon. Talk Radio 570, KVI. KVI, want to know weekends. Time for another round of Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. Hey, welcome back. It's time for our fourth and final segment. I got four peeps here. Is there four? Yeah, there's four of us here. Um, We have, uh, is it Kelly Bray? Yeah, she's the PR person who hooked me up uh, with a brand new Waters Table restaurant down at the Hyatt Regency Lake Washington at Seattle Southport. And Carl, where exactly is the hotel and the restaurant? Uh, Hyatt Regency Lake Washington is right there in Renton. It's uh, just right next to Boeing, in between Boeing and the Seattle Seahawks training facility. Uh, It's called the Seattle Southport there's a large office uh, building being built right behind it. It's going to be 730,000 square well, foot office unique, space. Well, that's unique, right? Because there's no yeah. other building crane around here. So no, there's, know. <laughs> there's three on our property right now, so you can't miss it. Um, I like it. We took 405. We got off the exit, and it takes you right down exit to five. the water. Exit 5. Yeah, yeah, very easy to get to. Um, lots of parking. Very easy. Uh, very fun. And, again, seven days a week. But that buffet, the breakfast buffet is a weekend brunch buffet, 630 to 10 a.m. Yeah, seven days a week. Oh, is and, it? Yeah. So oh. Monday through Friday. Friday it goes till ten thirty, Saturday, Sunday until noon. I love it. All right, yeah. so back to the soju Negroni. Um, this has got a very, very flavorful palate, and yet mm, beguiling complexity. I think that's a great description. I think the Runamato, uh, and if you could repeat that uh, flavor profile, the apricot that we were talking oh, about. Oh, um, it's got a hint of noyo. Noyo. Yeah. Yeah, I would That's agree with that. A little bit more vanilla as well, a um, little less on the chicona. It's uh, a few the steps below The chinchona bark is the what gives the bitterness in most of the uh, uh, aperitivos in Italy. It's that chinchona tree. 
Correct. They make something called Canato. Or Canato, I forget. I think it's Canato. Sure. Um, lovely drink. Now, how is this served? You served it up in, I have wine glasses, if you could see it. I, I wish I would have a pack of uh, martini shells, but I just don't. I need my Sherpa. <laughs> I like these glasses. These are some Taste Washington historical artifacts. That's what they are. And they've got a great big bowl. It's long. It directs all the uh, uh, exotic aromas to your olfactory bulb, through your nasal, retro nasal, all that stuff. So um, delicious drink. And uh, I want to work with you on a happy hour. we got to have a happy hour. It'll be starting in October because it'll be a little cooler then, and you'll probably find people back to school and not having as much fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I want to make that happen. Let's do I it. Actually, uh I have to say, I met you, Chris, about three years ago at Taste Washington. At Taste Washington? Yep. Yeah, I've been there. I've, I think that was my fifth, sixth, no, shoot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 1998 was my first Taste Washington. Nice. Oh, wait, yeah, coming up on 20 years. Yeah, that was, uh, it's, it's it's really evolved. Really fun, and I'm glad you remembered, because you did mention that about talking about um, Coral Wines Rosé, and yeah. Yeah, I think you guys need some Coral Wines Rosé on your list here, if I'm looking at it. I agree. world class. Uh, <laughs> that's how it works. All right, well, I'll, I'll figure it out. Now, um, you're down on Exit 5 on 405, takes you right down to the water. You're at Seattle Southport. Is there a website that we can go to, just in case somebody's trying to remember? Yeah, lakewashington.hyatt.com, or you can just Google Hyatt Regency Lake Washington, Hyatt. Lake Washington, Hyatt Renton, it'll come up for you. All right. Well, that's right running all the bases. Yeah. And, uh, Matt, what days are you uh, attending the Magic Bar? What days am I not, Carl? Seven, eight days a week. <laughs> Seven, eight days a week. <laughs> all right. Well, good. Yeah, well, we're we, overworking them right now. Well, that's uh, it, you know, you have you need that leadership to be in place to to really make sure that it, it's consistent. It's all about consistency when it comes down to it because you want to, to have that guest experience be um, as well pleasing and regular as possible. Hey guys, I had a great time down there. I'm glad you're in studio. I look forward to checking out that fantastic seven days a week breakfast buffet, 70 plus items, 26 bucks. You kidding me? That's just fantastic. <laughs> uh, Carl's in and uh, Matt, Danny Luke, thanks so much for joining me. Happy Hour Radio. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, fun times. Hey folks, uh, take the drive. I was down there. It's 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 got the brand new hotel smell. When do you get that anymore? I mean, most these days, it's a uh, it smells like cleaner of some sort, and that's not always the most pleasant. But uh, Water's Table, it's a fairly large restaurant. There's always uh, a big bank of windows. You can check it out. Of course, they got bar snacks and craft beers and uh, wines on tap. Wow, okay. Scotch tequila, bourbon, whiskey, and cognac. I love it. Um, that's Water's Table down in Renton and the Hyatt Regency, Lake Washington, Seattle at Seattle Southport. Hey, folks, uh, coming up, you heard about Cider Summit. It's coming up in September, and then we've got that great tasting uh, September 14th. Um, I'm going to be actually traveling a little bit, and I'll be doing some remote broadcasts from places like uh, Marseille and Avignon and Lyon. And uh, we'll see if we can. The time difference is a little different over there. Actually, it is a big difference. It's nine and a half hours, so I'm sure I'll be way, way uh, sleeping by the time you guys are listening to the, the podcast. But um, I will post them on the website. So when you uh, want to learn about what I'm doing, and we'll recap all this when I get back. And um, I'm only there for a day, so don't worry about it. And <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. But um, I'm digging these cocktails at uh, Water's Table. And uh, I'll see you at Cider Summit in my mind because I'll be in France. Um, but remember, tell your folks about Happy Hour Radio. We've got a great show. We've got over 150 shows. It's happyhourradio.net. And uh, I'll see you on the flip side, perhaps at a Husky game or a Seahawk game, tailgating like no tomorrow, because uh, Como is the home of the Huskies, and life is always better with a designated driver. Cheers! <laughs> <laughs>